It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. <laughs> Yay, that's it. Right, so just a little... Um, uh, heads up of what's going on right now, guys, because <laughs> we are recording. I, uh, I'm so shit and disorganised. I've only just managed to send Laura her Christmas present, and it's just arrived. Well, to be fair, Vic, last year you sent me our Christmas present, and it arrived on Christmas Eve, I think. And I was like, shit, oh, <laughs> I didn't get anything for Vic. And I messaged you. I was like, oh my god, your present should be here by now. I can't believe it's not here. <laughs> Liar! Um, you're gonna need scissors because it is very well packaged up. It is. Did you package this? I, I did it. Yeah. Oh my god, Vic, you're such a fan. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Fucking hell! Jesus Christ, I hope you love it. Took me ages to choose. Babe with the power! <laughs> oh my god, Vic! You know what that is? She's the babe with the power. What, what power? 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 You, you do. do. You do. You do. Do what? Money on the babe. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, that is so fucking lush. Well, I thought it was like, um, obviously, I know that that's your favorite film, one of your favorite films. Yeah. And also, I thought, you know, with everything that you've been through last year, you are the babe with the power. Thank you. I really like that. That's all right. Don't even know where it's going to go, but it's going to go somewhere awesome. Uh, we haven't even said hello. This is a very strange start to a podcast, but there you go. Hello, Laura. Hello, Victoria. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Do you think I'm very well spoken? No. Who said oh, that? How fucking annoying. I think I am. I think no. you're not. <laughs> I wouldn't say very well spoken. <laughs> no, I don't mean like the the Chelsea program that you watch. What's yeah. that called? Made the only way Chelsea. is Chelsea. Oh, oh maiden. The only way is Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean like that. You do speak you do speak nice. I do yeah. speak nice. You do speak I nice. Thought. I thought it, and I thought I'd about yourself. I thought it about myself. <laughs> oh yeah. my goodness me! I do sound nice. Oh goodness! Um, I have been recording my uh, book or my audio book this yes. week. How's it going? Which um, yeah, I've loved it. I've really loved it. I was really nervous at first. It's a very surreal experience, isn't it? Having done mm. it before once. As do you feel like this is your it? new career path potentially being a voiceover? Were you doing it and you were like, oh my god, I could like totally do voiceovers for a career. <laughs> Were you thinking that? Uh, no, because I made like 400 million mistakes. Did you? See, yeah. I, I didn't make, I, I, I don't, I, I, there's a couple of words that I cannot get my head around saying properly. <laughs> One of them, which is just so funny, is, per, I've got to say it slowly, perineum. Right, perineum. Yeah, and I just constantly say perineum. Which is incorrect. That's American, isn't it? I don't know. Perinam, probably. It's just I say the N and the, uh, the N and the E wrong. Um, but the amount of times that I've had to retake saying perineum, nay, knee, perineum, perineum. See, I just can't get my head around it. So <laughs> that's been interesting. Well, as you know, I'm very good uh, at the discussion of any the general kind of anatomy. Term. This yeah. is correct. Um, but I've loved it. I've really loved it. And uh, I think this is a compliment. You do have, I could totally listen to your voice all the time. I think you should do voiceovers. But the, the, it's the sound engineer asked me if I was an actress. 
Oh, and I was like, what? Because I'm so radiantly beautiful. <laughs> you do have a vibe about you, though, Vic. Like when I saw you in London, I was just, I did have this real moment of like, oh my <laughs> God, such, you lit my ass far too much, you do. No, no, but I do mean it. Like I just feel like this real. Like I don't feel that when I go see Carly. Like I love Carly, love and unique. Let's give her a shout out. But I don't see her and go, oh my God. <laughs> I just go, yeah, it's Carly. But when it's you, it's like shit. She's famous. Like there's whatever. Some- You're so funny. <laughs> so, I'm you so that? not famous. I, I think, think he that. said it because the way. You know, it's funny though, isn't it? Because I was reading it, and I think he said it was the way I like read the lines more than anything else. He said it seems like you're used to re- reading scripts or lines or something. I was like, no, I'm not. But um, thank you. I'll take it. Um, but I don't know. I I just uh, I think I actually do think that I'm quite good at it. Like getting the toot your tone, toot your the... tone, toot your horn. Yeah, toot my horn. I'm well um, spoken, and you're great at voiceovers. And I like it. I really enjoy it. I enjoy the process, um, and I really get into it. And he was, and then the guy was like, "Oh yeah, it could be really knackering when you're really putting loads into it, loads of energy into it." And I was thinking, "Am I putting loads of energy into this?" I didn't realize. I am flowing. It's just oh so natural God. to me, baby. Maybe this is your forte. You know, like sometimes, like you said about how Fanny ended yeah. up with a job and her name was Fanny, and people just end up with careers. I don't know what Victoria yeah, Eames says about voiceovers. <laughs> V and voiceover V for Victoria There you go, there you, go. you found the connection um, But I think what I, I realised I actually When I was younger I probably I did love acting And I loved doing Like oh, all yeah, drama And the school plays And all that shit uh, But I just it's, it's my shyness right Has always limited me Being capable Or not even being capable Maybe just The fear has prevented me From ever pursuing anything In acting But voiceover is acting without mm-hmm. a fucking dick load of people staring at you. And you could do like cartoon stuff. Like that's what I always yeah. think. Like Isla Fisher is in every fucking kid's cartoon movie. It's true. Ever. And I fucking love Isla Fisher. And I reckon I've got like quite a generic voice. So that makes I it don't quite... think you have. No? It's very distinctive. Oh, thanks, Rola. <laughs> Except for when you do that. <laughs> My favourite thing about doing the audio bit though is like some of the stories in the book are just... So explicit about fannies and hemorrhoids and just yeah, like the aftermath of giving birth and stuff. And it's a guy who's the engineer, and like I can just see his face through the screen and the look of horror for some of the things. It's like it just makes me laugh. The whole thing has just been. But have you been able to have bants with him? Yeah, I've had two different guys actually. I had. Oh. I'm going back to the guy that I had on Monday to on oh, Thursday. Okay. I mean, I ended up in my lunch break. I ended up having a full blown fucking episode of Jerry Springer with not <laughs> as in like we weren't rocking because <laughs> that's what I called Jerry Springer. But he was telling me about his sex life and about like all sorts, and I was just I was there for it. Oh, you know that's what I liked because the, the the guys that have been recording have been really young. They're both like 25 and 26. Just hanging out with young people is just really nice. I really enjoyed it because they're at such a different stage. That's not massively stage. younger than us. No, but I'm ten years young. I'm ten years older than than them. Mm. More than that, you know, like that. I feel like that's a mom. big age gap. Well, it's more like, do you find me sexually attractive? Am I a milf? <laughs> Would you kill me, milf? When you say that I um, sound like an actress, is that because I got a dirty voice? <laughs> And by the way, I I noticed the fact that you uh, in the last episode, yeah, 
I had said the title should be Bird Fancier. Do you know what a bird fancier <laughs> is? No, I don't. It didn't That's make sense I knew to it. me. I knew it. A what bird does a bird fancier mean? Is a keeper of birds. Ah. So pigeon fanciers. I don't know if bird fancier. Pigeon fancier is a hundred percent a thing. Where you know you see all of those pigeons and they kind of like fly around in a big like block and then yeah. they land all together and then they go back to their little nesting place. That person is called a pigeon fancier. Oh, and obviously after your little corner um, for us. trying to bring back a baby bird to life and then burying it, I thought that bird <laughs> fancier was quite appropriate. I'm the opposite of that. <laughs> the bird um, killer. Also, I'm sorry I changed it. This I think I think this pisses Laura off, right? Go just tell the listeners. Because Laura Nitpick. Laura's yeah, but you're so much better at just like getting Nitpick Nancy, words that's what I'm gonna call you. Out. Yeah, n- yeah. But I, I think you're the like idea splurger. I'm the splurge. And that you set the foundation for the concept, the idea, and then I polish it. Yeah, so I think I, I, I've i always said if I was a man, I would be a premature ejaculator because I just get so excited and then I just like, bleh, like it's just, I can't just slowly build up to stuff. It just has to like all explode out. out of me. Yeah, yeah, like I think that I am the, the spunker of this. <laughs> what am I then? The mopper-upper? <laughs> you, yeah, you're... I'm yeah. You're the fluffer, maybe. Well, I no, because that would be beforehand. Oh yeah, true. So you've got a. You're the spunker, and then I guess maybe I make like tiny sculptures out of the discarded spunk. <laughs> <laughs> you dry it and turn it into something that you can snort through your nose. Something beautiful that you can wear <laughs> around your neck. <laughs> That's what I do. I wonder if people do that. Of course they do. We had that breast milk jewelry person. Do you remember? Yeah, but it's not spunk, is it? Like, no, oh, it's a body fluid. Oh my god, fluid. what's on your ring? Oh, it's um, my dead husband's semen. <laughs> I wanted to keep it there to always remember that time we had sex. But it went all over my belly. Oh god, I'm pretty sure you could do that yourself, really, if you just let it dry. Mm. And, and we all know what dry cum smells like. <laughs> I wonder if it would just loot, you know, like a dog poo that just turns white. After a long time, it's like just been there for ages and it just goes white and crusty. Yeah, but it's highly absorbent. So you'd have to spunk onto something that would not absorb. Bit of like onto a paper. petri dish. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. Then, well, that, you you really got to have good aim. So get it straight into a petri dish and it not splash back. <laughs> so it's just reminded me the other night. It really made me laugh. Um, Edith, I mean, I don't know how we got into spunk to my daughter, but no, there is neither a, do I. There's, neither there's do a, I. It's a tenuous link. She's just so independent. She wants to do everything herself. I was giving her some ibuprofen. <clears throat> you know, those medicine dispensers that come with a cow pole. Yeah. They're like a syringe. And yeah. um, so I, I let her like pull it up and then she put it in her mouth and she started having some of it. And then she just turned it and just squirted it. And it fucking just cow pole about eight foot into the air. <laughs> and it splurted all over one of her picture frames in her bedroom. Nice. Literally looked like someone had jizzed all over her picture frame. And like, I can imagine I it very funny. Has that real dripping consistency <laughs> yes, that come it, with as well. It looks exactly like cum. We have the pink stuff. So what colour is from? It was cum? white. No, it was oh, maybe it was ibuprofen oh. then. Yeah, it was the ibuprofen, so it's white. Okay. Rob needs to see somebody if his cum is pink. I was laughing my head off, like wiping it off with baby wipes, just like chucking <laughs> it away, like, oh, don't worry, don't worry about it, it's fine. Obviously, she did get the joke. No, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, she didn't get the joke. <laughs> 
Okay, shall we uh shall we delve right in then, Laura? Oh, I haven't even asked you how you are. How selfish, how are you? I think I have said, am I? Don't I? We've been chatting for ages already. Yeah, fuck it. I'm all right. Let's move on. Um, so I actually, in truest of fashions to me, I have a little news article for you. Oh, yes. Yeah. News are you, hour. Are you ready for this one? So this we one. We need to have like the news headline. How does. Yes. How we does need to the BBC one go? Da, 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 da. Do, 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 um. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how it goes. I didn't listen to the news. I've forgotten. So. Channel 4. Anyway, we'll get it. Time. Do you think they'd sue us if we were to use it? Yeah, 100%. We'd have to make yeah, up our own. 100%. We'll have to make up. Yeah, we'll, that jingle needs to happen. All right. So uh, this article is from the 11th of February 2011. Best man at a wedding was left battered and bloodied after he was hit in the head by a fast-moving dildo. (laughs) Oh, yes, we like this. (laughs) (laughs) The flying phallus left Darwin architect Jure, 31, nursing a split forehead. Oh, my God. (laughs) He said he was injured by the bullet-shaped pink sex toy measuring around uh, 12 centimetres in length. I love that they're like... That someone interviewed him and went, and how long was it? Yeah. What colour and what shape? <laughs> a Bucks party. I'm get this is Australian, so I'm guessing Buck must be the the stag. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. To farewell friend Peter's bachelorhood. Uh, he was sporting a scar on the forehead even on the wedding day, three weeks after being dinged by the artificial dong. <laughs> <laughs> Starting dildo drama unfolded on the 28th of December in a rented two-bedroom unit in Brisbane. I mean, what the fuck? Why is that detail necessary? I Very know, strange. Yeah. Because this is a news article, so they really have to fucking stretch it out, don't they? He said a scantily clad exotic dancer appeared after a while and was soon performing her party trick, shooting dildos. <laughs> oh, oh my god, out her minge. I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh no, it does say. Said um those who had the scene of the infamous ping pong ball scene in the Australian uh, film The Adventures of Priscilla, the Queen of the Desert uh, Queen of the Desert, would know film. how the party trick worked. Oh he my said the god. pink project <laughs> the pink projector. Oh, was flying an impressive seven me- uh, seven centimeters seven meters across the room and looping a two meters high. <laughs> what, what the fucking this woman's pelvic floor muscles are must off be absolutely. The <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised he didn't say, "Do you want to marry me?" Yeah, I know. Was it the actual? Was it the groom that it happened to then? No, it was the best man. The best man. Best man. Okay, all right. That's slightly somehow that feels slightly better. Can you imagine if you're <laughs> After our stories of our drunk <laughs> your wedding friends, the husbands last week, yeah, being like coming back and being like, "What's happened to you?" Being caught, I'm in I A&E. I'm in A&E. What's happened? Oh, a woman shooting a dildo out of my out of her fanny, and it's hit <laughs> me in the forehead. The You'd be like, <laughs> "You are a despicable human." For I don't want to marry that. you. But it's the fact that the groom was in the room, and he obviously must have missed. <laughs> Seven, can we just just have a chat about seven meters? My fucking extension is going to be six meters. It's longer than my extension. That's how long. That's how far she shot it. And also two meters high as well. And that's also the height of my extension. She's basically <laughs> projectile <laughs> launched a dildo. Do you reckon she needed planning permission for that? <laughs> I wonder what other like did she dink the wall with a dong? <laughs> 
you reckon it's like, I'm assuming, do you think it's really well lubed before she shoots it out? No, because I, I don't, I feel like it would slip right. I mean, it's going to slip right out of me anyway. But. I, yeah, I'm just trying to imagine trying to recreate that and what that would look like for me and you. <laughs> Mine would literally just go and it would, <laughs> it would slop out Pop and land on my bum hole. <laughs> It wouldn't, it, I definitely wouldn't dink anyone with the I, dog. I don't even think I could manage to project it and with any force. Do you reckon I you mean, could? is it weird that I want you have, to try? I know, so do I. I'm very tempted. I feel Steve would be exceptionally turned on. Do you, are you sure? <laughs> no, I can't be confident about that. It might I, think, be not at all. I, I mean, maybe I'm assuming that you have to train your muscles to reject Something. I mean, I'm doing my power right now. Yeah, so am I. Of course I am. Of course yeah. I am. How do you reckon you get sort of that skilled at that? Do you need to start off with something small, like a pen, like an IKEA pencil? Although that might no. get lost, mightn't it? I don't. I don't believe you'd have the dexterity to grab hold of that one. No. Not that vaginas have dexterity because they don't have thumbs. Oh, that's fucking does, not it? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hers has got a whole fucking fist. Yeah. Throwing it, just <laughs> lobbing it. The fact that it lobbed it hard, the fact that it shot it out hard enough that it actually cut his forehead open. <laughs> I, I think that if I tried to push it out, I would probably just manage to push it in further. Yeah, I reckon, because I'd get confused about what Be I was doing. Be a of dildos. You just... <laughs> That that like like a a trick. You know how people try and fit as much is. as they can in their mouth. Yeah, mine would be how come and watch this woman put as many dildos. Well, yeah, sure like you guess the, the marbles in the jar, guess the dildos in the minge. <laughs> guess the dildos <laughs> in the minge. I wonder what else her fanny can do. I'm intrigued. I mean, penaletta. Someone needs to snatch <laughs> penaletta. <laughs> Dear reader. <laughs> I'm coming to you from the depths of my vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> so funny. That was an excellent story. Wasn't it? I wonder if the couple are still together. Yeah. Well, you know, it wasn't his forehead wasn't, that got damaged, right. was it? And what happens on a Bucks party stays, stays on a Bucks, on a Bucks party, party. Unless um, it's printed in the newspaper. Have you, um, have you been to many hen parties? Not really. No, I haven't either. I've been to no. like two, I think. I had one. Did you have one? Yeah, I had one. Yeah, mine was so tame. Yeah, no, mate, so was mine. Mine was really tame. I went to Bath. Did you? Oh, you went yeah. away, did you? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So yeah, I had my shell. nose. I had a pretty sort of major nose operation done in the April of before we got married. We got married in the June. And um, I had like stitches and everything up my nose. And then someone accidentally let it slip that my hen weekend was two weeks after the operation. Oh, fucking hell. And the <laughs> stitches were like hit because it was, I had a deviated septum. So they had to straighten that out and loads of other shit. And I thought, I've got to get rid of this stitch. I've got to fucking get rid oh, of it God. because I know that they're going to be showing up anytime soon. And so I got hold of it and I was having to like yank it and yank oh, it and yank gosh. it out of my nose. It was awful. I got halfway through and I thought, oh, I don't think I can do this. Yeah, what, have I, well. what have I done? <laughs> I don't feel very well. Uh, but I eventually managed to get get hold of the stitch and pull it out completely. Oh, God, that that's makes me I went feel on my so exceptionally weird. tame hen weekend. Yeah. Yeah, mine was so tame. There was, I think, there was a willy straw. That was about the extent of the sexual innuendo that was going on. Certainly, did not hire a woman to come and shoot 
dildos out of men. I feel a bit bereft, actually. Maybe I should have. So how do you feel about people that have their hen and stag weekends and then they, like, sleep with people? Oh, that's, a thing. that's absolutely fucking not acceptable. No, can't do that. That's cheating. It's almost, I know, but it's like, it's almost not. So I know somebody and they went what to Amsterdam. What do you mean it's almost not? It totally is. What, just oh, no, I'm not, I'm not saying I normalise it. I'm not saying, well, I got laid because I didn't. Um, I actually got uh, by the Bath rugby team, scarred me. One of the guys there, I turned around, I was at the bar, and I think I must have looked very, very pale and insipid because when I turned around, he went, ugh. Oh! I've never forgotten that. I know, it really upset me. It obviously upset me because I've been married nearly 14 years and I still remember it. You can't. You know what? I hope your willy's fallen off. Fucking men. I hate yeah. them. I Hate them. How except dare for the hot he? ones where yeah, you imagine the that they would just actually fucking nail you to a wall <laughs> until, until you were literally exhausted. <laughs> I do love a good fantasy. Oh, dear. Um, so what was I saying? The cheating on the pendulum. Oh yeah. So I know somebody who went to Amsterdam for his stag weekend, and he didn't. Uh, have any kind of frolicking in the red light district but he said I think there's about 20 lads and he said there was only three of them that didn't partake in sessions sometimes full-blown let tag your mate you go in a tag your oh, mate you what, with, a, with a sex worker in the red light district yeah yeah multiple multiple and one of them one of them, the wife gave permission and said, when you go there, you go, okay? This is your free hall pass. You go. No way. That's so interesting, I isn't it? would fucking annihilate Steve. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, you know. it's so, everyone's different, aren't they? But-, but you know what? There is a part of me that almost looks forward to... <laughs> She says, like she's on the cusp of splitting up with her husband. And then having wild rampant sex with multiple people. Yeah, but that's you gotta, do that. it's a fantasy. I've been I've it lived is. that I've been in that place where I've had rampant sex Shit. with multiple people. And it, it is just empty, even though you are filled in the minge, you are empty in the soul. <laughs> I mean, you know, for some people, no, that's what some people want, and that's fine. Yeah. And you get all sorts, don't you, that like are in polyamorous relationships and all that yeah and i also know of people i don't know of them but there are relationships where wives will go i don't want to do that with you so go do it with a sex worker or, or the woman is like i'm bored and i want to i want to have sex with other people it's i don't know i, yeah. I kind of i do i am very intrigued by the open relationship I situation am. you know what i was thinking last night about how i want to do a documentary nobody is funding this documentary about swingers but I find anything to do with like sex related relationships that are what you would consider different. I find yeah. it really fascinating. Like I want to sit down and, and have a genuine conversation. I almost, well, I said to Steve, cause do you know about the upside down pineapple? I didn't know about it until yesterday. No. What's An that? upside down pineapple pin or badge is, that you wear is telling people that you are in a relationship and you are looking for a swinger. Right relationship and if you put an upside down pineapple on your porch that is also inviting swingers to your house to swing but i would i think i would like to i'd like to do a full-on louis through and be in it not yeah. i don't want to take part because that would terrify me but i want to be in it i want to watch it happen and how it and like 
and how it unfolds. works. Just I think me it. and you should get a film crew together and we should film a documentary and start trying to set it to Netflix. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Boom. <laughs> Go back to the BBC, eh? I mean, we never told anyone about that, did we? No, we nearly had a documentary with the BBC. Yeah, and... Uh... Basically, they said we weren't famous enough. That's what they said, wasn't it? Which is bullshit. And though she was like, go away. This is before podcast day. So she was like, go away, build your podcast up and then come back to come back to us, baby. Come back to yeah. us when people know who the fuck you are. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you think Stacey Dooley started? I, I don't actually know how Stacey Dooley started. I don't, I've never seen any of her stuff. I don't even know who she is. I do not. I can, I can sum up her. This is what, this is her interview technique. You, and in a prison with like a mass murderer so like you've killed loads of people that's pretty bad didn't it <laughs> <laughs> i hope she never listens to this whole <laughs> lot oh, oh, <laughs> doesn't follow what i mean i don't know i don't, she know. don't follow me that's for sure that's for fucking that's sure that's for fucking sure <laughs> Mate, Howard from Take That follows me and I nearly came in my pants. Are you I nearly joking? came in like, no. That is so fucking funny. Did I you see him Steve, like pop up or something? He commented on something. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God, that's Howard. <laughs> and Steve is like, who is Howard? I wasn't a Take he's, That, take that he's fan. He's the fittest one of the lot though. Are you surprised by that, that I never was into Take That? No, I'm not. I wasn't <laughs> the biggest Take That fan. I was more boy zone, man. No, see, I wasn't anything. I was into my, um, you know, oh, yeah, you 1930s trad jazz. So... <laughs> you are such an odd child. I know. How I wasn't bullied, like, extensively, I don't know. I kept it all secret, that's why. It's only in my uh, grown-up days that I've released the weirdness. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that was probably my biggest issue, is I just, I released my weirdness. It's like drip prematurely. Fed. You spunk. It's the spunker I, I, it in you. Is. It is the spunker <laughs> in me. And I just have the I just have the worst, just the worst luck in general. You know, like if, if something awkward and awful is going to happen, it will happen to me. I say I get that too. That does happen to me. We're oh, in the well, same I mean, boat there. It's probably why we connect. It will never ever ever <laughs> not be hilarious. <laughs> on that <laughs> I know that will never not be funny. That was. <laughs> Good. And anybody who hasn't uh, listened to that story, you're going to have to go back to whatever episode it was and listen to the time that Vic shit on uh, the toilet seat. It's called the Christmas log, I think, is the episode, something like that. Christmas log or something. It is by far the funniest fucking thing. (laughs) That and the funny, funny fart from Duke. Funny fart from Duke. Yeah. That on that one. Oh God! Too and I don't good. know why, because I just imagine whenever I think of that, I think of you on that ride and <laughs> your face and how you would have reacted, which makes it fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, right, right, should we sh- read a story? Yeah, let's have a little story. We're on the same page. No, a, lot of, a lot of funny gagging, aren't we? <laughs> a lot of funny, funny gagging. <laughs> That's a totally different term. <laughs> don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, okay, uh, maybe you've got a little bit of an agony aunt here for you. Oh yeah, crack on, mate. So, hello, wonderful ladies. You're both keeping me going through life and all that, as per. I adore my fella and I adore his penis, but nothing, nothing has my libido nosediving faster than the kamikaze pilot and him going on about how much I want it, as in him wanting it, not her. Backstory. 
We have five children, two are his, two are his. So she's got, she's birthed three. Ages ranging from 16 to six months. Oh my my God. God, That is just, that is relentless. That is. The baby's going through ridiculous separation anxiety at the moment, which means our sex life is is mostly limited to hurried blowjobs. Already, I feel a little bit Mm. concerned about this. Why is it only hurried blowjobs? Where is your hurried minge job? Yeah, where is your fellatio? Oh no, that's still the cunnilingus. Cunnilingus, yeah. We came to the general consensus that on the weekend we would try to have a proper go at it because, you know, there's more to sex than just fecking blowjobs. He was doing all the right things through the day. Subtle innuendo, touch, kisses, all the things. This <laughs> really makes me laugh. <laughs> we sat down for a cheeky Macca's lunch and I got some sauce on me. Cue all the silly comments from him, which just makes me laugh so much. It's like, he was doing all the right things. I had my Macca's lunch on my face. He was saying, yeah, baby, my sauce is going to be on you. Like, just why is that so funny? Cue all the silly comments from him going on to waxing lyrical about how much I love his sauce. Right. How much I, mean, I want that would, it. That would be a real nosediver for me. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like mm. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I've had enough sauce today Crotch grabbing How much I want it Etc How he's got some Cheese for me Oh God Etc Etc Of course it's getting worse I know But shit This is Turned her stomach too mate It was funny But Is it just me Should I just eat Like is it like Is it just me That finds that repulsive Should I just even the score And start bragging About how my silky snatch Is the best thing Since sliced ham In a bog roll tube (laughs) Another hilarious story From the uh, past podcasts Uh, So yeah What do you What do you say to that How do you How I mean come on I think we both know How we would react To our partners doing that It would not go down no, it wouldn't. It would and and the thing is, if Steve, if Steve said anything about like his, I don't know, cheese. Yeah, I'd be like, what cheese? I don't, I don't want cheese. I'm Even that stuff full. like subtle innuendo. Does that, like, is that I think, goes on? I, oh, you know what? There's a part of me that thinks if I was silking, then I, I might be like, yeah, okay. All the innuendo all day. Let's build it up. Let's build it up. But there's another part of me that thinks if you were someone that I fantasized about and you did it, I'd be up for it. But you're fucking not. You're the guy that I had two kids with and you annoy the shit out of me. Fuck off. And maybe we'll have sex tonight. (laughs) Maybe. But if you carry on with this bullshit, you will literally be having a wank in the shower. (laughs) On your own crying. (laughs) Yes. I don't know. I don't. I, I think because I don't think either of us have partners who put pressure on us to have sex, do we? No, no. And like, I think, unfortunately, that's a it's a big conversation there, Vic. Actually. It is a big conversation, isn't it? It's a very big conversation because it's a very common issue for women to deal with yeah. where they feel pressurised to have sex. And you know what? I can honestly say that I have felt the pressure to have sex, not because Steve pressurises me, but because I feel like as a woman and because of the, the society that we live in, that I need to do this because it's like, I just need to fucking do it because I'm Steve obviously has a high sex drive. And then I'm like, shit, 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 shit. So it's like that you know, that thing where you guilt yourself into feeling like you've got to do it, but you don't want to do it. And that's coming from somebody who's in a relationship where Steve will go, 
I don't ever want to have sex with you if you don't want to do it. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, that's great because I'm probably never going to do it unless I want to do it. Yeah. And how many women have that luxury? I know of a lot of women that don't. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely more common for it to be the other way around. So the, the yeah, guy is the one with the really high sex drive. And also he puts pressure on her to have sex. But that's quite common. I know, but I'm like, just fucking wank. I get yeah. the frustration. Like I've said before, I think I've definitely got a higher sex drive than Rob. So I would be that person in this relationship. But I've never, ever put pressure on him to have sex. And I'll yeah. just wank if I if I want to. Obviously, it's obviously, I know it's different between having sex and wanking. It's a completely different ball game. But <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, if a wanking is just efficient and quick and it's over, and, and you then guarantee it's done. you're going to orgasm. Yeah, and actually, what is the what is the part of having sex that you really like the most? Is it the process? The is it so? Okay, so when you're having sex with a partner, or like, I think I I just need to have an orgasm when I feel really aggy. It yeah. just chills me out because obviously it releases nice hormones and serotonin and the rest of it. So it's like sometimes I just want to have one just so I can relax and like not be so annoyed at everything but with a partner obviously it's different so I'm just thinking if 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 it's the need to have that release is what's driving you to want to have sex with your partner then just have a wank because it's the same result but if you want to have the connection with your partner that's very different isn't it if you want to have the connection with them you're not going to get it by putting fucking pressure on them to have no. sex, to have sex well, with you. The worst thing, that's the worst thing about it though. There are men that they are getting what they want because they want to have sex. So it's like they almost forget about we're brought up, uh, we are brought up to believe that men's sexual um gratification is far more important than a woman's. We just ha- we are, and we have always been in that society. So it's like it's a really big issue to break down the fact that women enjoy sex just as much as men, but they have to be given the right and confidence and space to be able to do that. Yeah. And like it's definitely I'm lucky because I've obviously been in a long-term relationship and Steve is like honestly he's just open to fucking anything. If I said can I shove this up your ass and he thought well if I'm gonna get sex then yeah I'll do it. <laughs> He really is open to anything. So like having sex toys have never been a big thing for Steve. And like, I've had a sex toy since my early twenties, really. Yeah. yeah so. so that's a long time for me to have had sex with the aid of something because yeah. I, I am, I can't, I cannot finish myself off without the aid of a sex toy. Yeah. I can't just orgasm from penetration. And yet you see it all the time, like being pumped out about how women just basically fucking you know gush dick yeah because they've had a dick inside them and it's not like that it's it's not as simple as that and that's all right so you've almost got to wonder in the process like how much satisfaction she gets out of sex and how much of it is just for him yeah is it just because i want you to see that i'm into it and i'm loving it because you're loving it and you want it and i get off you know we all get off a little bit on seeing our husbands like turned on by us but yeah Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a big part of it, I think, for me, because um, you want to feel attractive, don't you? Yeah. But you, you don't. But you don't just want to be seen as a whole. No, <laughs> you know? more than a whole. You're more than a whole, ladies. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Not just a whole. <laughs> more than a whole. <laughs> more than a whole for you. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really think that. I don't really know if she's asking us 
to solve a dilemma here or if she's just saying is she the only one that finds that disgusting no, that is disgusting <laughs> in answer just to confirm no we also find that repulsive if steve were to say to me you are going to look forward to my cheese i'd be like we're probably going to be getting divorced now <laughs> i'd just be like what are I you talking is, about i believe this is the end yeah i wouldn't understand it Rob's no. never spoken like that I'd be like what what's happened no. to you you're having a breakdown <laughs> <laughs> and like there's another part of me as well which is all, like kind of all plays into the fantasy of like talking dirty <laughs> if Steve tried to talk dirty to me I'd laugh so much because I just know can't that... take it seriously <laughs> no because it's the same as like if Steve dressed up like if Steve dressed up as a fireman <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Take I would that not. seriously. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. And yet, in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, you know. And then he shows up and he's all dressed, and he's like, yeah, I want you on the table. And yeah, because like, in reality, it's in like reality, very I'm different. Like, Fuck off! The curtains are open. It's like broad daylight. You can't have me on the table. Where's my sex toy? Like, I, this is not the this is not the setting that I'm looking for. But imagine what it's like for me then. Take your knickers off. <laughs> Lie down over there. Do you like my penis? <laughs> yeah, but then like uh, Tommy Shelby. I know, yeah, but it's not. He hasn't it. got quite the Thomas Shelby vibes, really, has he? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has. Yes, he totally has. It's just, it's just different. It's just, <laughs> it's just very different in that it's completely the opposite. <laughs> Oh dear All right. should we have a very quick story And then we need to record the second episode With double double recording today um, People So this is, you know, a lot This is a lot of Fanny to take in Just a whole lot Um, Have you you got a story? I have got a story Okay, let's go for it Hi, you lovely. It's a poo story. Oh, and obviously, poo. we're always, we we're always very a poo story. We're always very heavy on the poo. Hello, lovely ladies. I know you love a good poo story, and I think this one is probably the best worst I've ever heard. I was at my sister's house for tea, and we somehow got onto the topic of poo stories. Don't know how. My sister told the story, and I knew I had to share it with you. Don't worry, she doesn't mind. <laughs> we don't give a fuck whether she did or didn't. We're still going to share it. <laughs> Um, she was at her boyfriend's house, now ex-boyfriend, and went to the bathroom. She knew she needed a poo, but didn't want him to hear anything. So she decided to go to the upstairs bathroom. Unfortunately, she blocked the toilet and the water kept rising every time she flushed. She panicked, not wanting her boyfriend to find out. So she took an empty plastic razor packet. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and used it to scoop up the poo. <laughs> There was another toilet downstairs But she had to walk past the the living room Where her boyfriend was sat to get past it So she carried her poo downstairs Ran (laughs) past the living room door And through the kitchen to the other bathroom She emptied the poo into the toilet For the same thing to happen again (laughs) The poo is cursed The poo is cursed she was seriously panicking at this point and she blocked both toilets in the house. Oh she my knew that God. she had to ask her boyfriend. <laughs> but she told him she'd block the downstairs toilet and not ask any questions. While he dealt with it, she... <laughs> she... <laughs> While he dealt with it, she went back upstairs and managed to clear the toilet before he found out. Oh my God, Paul. Oh, that's so bitch. anxiety inducing, isn't it? 
That's horrific. Just having a hot turd in your hand that you've got to dispose of. What did she do with the razor packet? <laughs> I can actually imagine it being quite a good sort of vehicle for a poo because it's got it's quite long, isn't it? Like that. Yeah, but you're never going to manage to get through that without getting shit on your hands. I know, but I think that's just a given, isn't it? If you're going to put your hand in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really hard because it's obviously if it's the beginning of the relationship. Why are we so obsessed with pretending that we don't shit? Oh, no. Do you know what I mean? I, know. I don't get I was it. Only talking about this the other day. I was talking to somebody about uh, a situation, and you could tell she was very awkward about referencing bits. She was like, you know, bits. And I thought, vagina or penis? I don't really know which one you're talking about. Like, why? <laughs> actually called it bits. Why? Why have we got you to impressed, bitch? No. Yeah. Like, I, and I guess, I guess, I probably was like that at some point. But I just think. It's the same thing with shitting. Like, why Why do we make out as if we don't shit? And I I'm the same. Like, if I was in the presence of a hot guy, I would 100% make out as if I don't fart, I don't shit, I'm always happy, I'm always up for it. Because I just yeah, thought, I want, I want like, to impress you. So, yeah, I don't poo, but I would let you put your penis in my bum hole. So yeah. it makes and no get shit on your knob. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's so mental that we are all so just full of shame around pooing. I don't understand. The poo, the poo of shame. The poo of shame. To be fair, that was a real heavy poo of that shame. That was like, yeah, I mean, it's like passing the marathon baton, wasn't it? <laughs> it was the relay, the poo relay. <laughs> poo relay. <laughs> that was like the poo relay What a, what a uh, traumatic experience for I her No just, wonder that's an ex-boyfriend We all just need to accept that we shit That everybody shit But also that's a ginormous okay. shit For it, it to still have blocked the upstairs toilet And then blocked the downstairs toilet um, I've, I'm imagining that it's quite dense Yeah, you know, imper- Impenetrable <laughs> A torpedo <laughs> A torpedo, so to speak Yeah um, oh, Yeah, I mean I Poor hate bitch. I hate pooing in people's houses Because of the, that fear Oh no, of the I can't water rising up It's I like I can't do it oh, like, I can in my family's house Like if I'm at my sister's Or my brother's house And I'm like, I need a shit And I'll just go use their toilet um, I have no issues with that whatsoever But Your bum hole's comfortable with that It is comfortable, yeah And it will just be loose Loosey-goosey <laughs> in those situations But outside of that, no I would no. much rather eat my own shit off the floor in a bush Than have to shit in a public toilet what, So what if you came to my house and you needed a poo? Would you do a, would you do a poo oh, in my yeah, house? No, my bum hole would be safe with you it would feel, it would feel safe. Good to know. It trusts me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not secret about it. I'll just go. I'm going for a shit. Yeah. I just did it at my brother's house the other day. I was like, I need to poo. And then, like, my niece was coming upstairs. Where's Auntie Laura? And my, like, my, I'm doing my, a poo. My sister-in-law was like, Auntie Laura's doing a poo in the toilet, so we've got to give her a minute. So I've got no issues with shitting there, but shitting at a new boyfriend's house, fucking hell! I just have to keep holding it in. When I was really young. Um, so like 18 I went on a date with um, a Danish guy And uh, I had a thing for the Danes I used to No work, I do They're hot um, I worked at, in Covent Garden And uh, at like a retail shop And for some reason I just met a lot of Danish men And I really liked them Anyway yeah. So I went on a date What the fuck I know What happened What went wrong What went <laughs> wrong in my life um, And I, I, he took me on a date And two things that it's just this is just me being such a mentalist and I was that age I really didn't like eating in front of people I found that very like I was so no, same. self-conscious same 
and we went and had food in I don't I don't even know where we went I can't remember but I know that it was spaghetti worst thing that you could ever oh, eat on God, yeah. so I didn't eat any of it I ate about two mouthfuls and that was it um and then I was holding in my farts for like obviously I just fart all the time don't I I was holding my farts for so long and then we went back to his house and we just having some drinks and stuff I was in so much pain <laughs> from holding in my farts that he had to send me home in a taxi and he saw that I was dying I, I was literally like I can't like I actually and obviously oh, did I you tell get him, to, were you gonna have sex with him yeah I was gonna have sex with him and I didn't I had to go <laughs> home with the worst trap win that I've ever had in my life <laughs> and just leave like just like I've got to go because I'm gonna I need to do block you <laughs> <laughs> I was really ill it's like no I've just been holding in my gloves did, in you, fact, did you get in the taxi and just go <sighs> yeah exactly oh I feel just better release. now let's have sex yeah did well, I knew as well if we started to have sex, mate, then that would have all just come out, wouldn't it? Yeah. As soon as I was maneuvered around. No, that's not happening. Did, did you I see, him, see again? him again? I think so. I seem to remember I got very bored of him very quickly. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, meh, you're boring. See you later. See you later. I can't eat spaghetti bolognese in front of you. I can't fart in you. You've got to go. I can't fart in you. I can't fart in you. I wonder if that's, that's a Someone's tried it. Someone's tried it. Uh, all right then. Oh. I, think, I think that's the end of another week. It is the end of another week. It's been lovely. Just um, beautiful. I mean, we are going to go on to have another conversation now. So. I'm going to make out as if it's a whole new brand new conversation, and we'll still be able to find something to fucking talk about. Vic. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, if you guys fancy going and checking out our amazing shop online um we sell a whole range of sex toys valentine's day is coming up mate yes. valentine's day it's valentine's day especially any of our male listeners yeah treat your partner treat yourself to a little bit of fun there's, there's butt plugs on there butt plugs nipple stimulators nipple obviously the lilo stims is on there um an array of uh clit stims actually quite a few yeah. of them aren't there and um, yeah, knock yourself out, knock yourself out. And you can visit that. <laughs> very Why are you laughing? This is, it sounded really weird the way I said that, phrased that. Um, not sure that this career in voiceover is really going to work out. www.noholesbowpodcast.com. Um, and if you want to keep sending in your stories, your agony aunts. I don't even know if we've had any voice notes. Have we had voice notes? I haven't checked it. <laughs> no, our, our new PA is going to sort that out. Yeah, she will. Um, send us a voice note with a story if you if you want to, and we might just play it on the podcast. You lucky devils. Or you can just use the old-fashioned way of email. Uh, email us at noholesworldpodcast at gmail.com, or what else can they do? Laura. They can head on over to our Instagram page, and that's where they could voice note us because it makes it incredibly easy to voice note, does it not? It on does. Instagram, yep, darling. you can do that. Uh, and our Instagram page is noholesbard.com podcast slide on into our dms like and follow the page for updates and lols and um yeah we will see you next tuesday see you next tuesday bah. Bah.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.